Hey everyone, welcome to Kim Sports Age Second Show. Today we would like to welcome Canberra Raiders legend, Terry Campese. Terry was a one-club legend for the Raiders from 2004 to 2014, before moving to the Super League to play for Hull, 2015-16 season. Terry has represented both Australia and Italy in different World Cup campaigns from 2008 to 17, and also represented New South Wales in origin in that time. Since then, raising the cup as captain coach for his beloved Queensland Blues in 2017. Welcome to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me. First question. During your time at the main is from 2004 to 2014, what will be your most treatment moment? Um, yeah, there was, there was a lot of um, great memories in that time. Um, yeah, the, the things that stand out is, you know, your first ever game for the club. Mm. Um, so I got the... Uh, represented the club in, in 2004, round two it was, and it was against the, the previous year Premier, so it was the Penrith Panthers, and um, yeah, I, I thought I had nightmares, um, you know, a few times that week, because, you know, the two the two back rowers, which we normally defend against as halves, is um, Joe Nullivau and, yeah, Frankie Pritchard, so if you remember back then, they had the big frizzy hair, and yeah, that's all I kept waking up and um, screaming out, you know, having nightmares. Uh, so that was that was one, and and um, the other one is just um, when I was named captain of the club, which pretty special moment to to lead the, the team out, and um, yeah, so I still still remember that quite clearly. The day that I was uh, told that I'd be taken over from Alan Tung, who's a, a legend and one that you know everyone respects, and um, yeah, he uh, led by example, and I, I didn't want to. You know, let anyone down and um, yeah, had some, some big shoes to fill, um, you know, taking over after Tangy, but yeah, they're the two things that stand out the most. I'm sure everyone from the Raiders support base would agree that you did a fantastic job taking over from Alan Tung. <laughs> yeah, not as good, but yeah, <laughs> tried me hardest. How did you handle all your serious injuries and do you have any advice for juniors currently going through injuries? Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, one of the things that made me who I am today, um, you know, during that time, you know, being off the field, I um, got heavily involved with charity, which, you know, we'd done a, a lot, um, you know, prior to that, you know, through the club, but, you know, dedicated the time and, and we set up the Terry Campisi Foundation with a, a local Canberran named Summer Slocum. So um, we've raised considerable amount of money, you know, since doing that in 2012 and had great support from community members. So. Yeah, that's the, the biggest thing I take out of injuries is, you know, making a, a massive difference in, in the community and, and raising much needed funds for, for different, you know, charity organisations and also individuals. So, um, yeah, that, that's the one thing I'm proud of most of what, what came out of injuries. But, you know, it's just, um, you know, I get the odd message every now and then, either on social media or um, through friends asking, you know, what to do in certain situations and, you know, how do, how do people handle... Um, Injuries is, is completely different, but um, you know, knowing a, a guy like me got through what three ACLs, you know, grade three pec, uh, pec tears, and you know, tore my groin off the bone. It's um, anyone can do it. So you know, if if I can get through it, anyone can. And I'm the one that's you know, silly enough to still be strapped on the boat running around, um, running around now. But um, yeah, it's it is hard work, and you know, there's definitely lows and. and um, you know, highs through the whole process, especially with long injuries. But, um, yeah, just knowing that the hard work and, and believing in people around you that they can get you back on the football field or whatever it might be, sport, and, or even just, um, you know, being able to walk in, in certain 
situations that yeah, that will get pushed through. Thanks for answering that, Terry. That kind of answers our next question a little bit too. Um, so not many people before today might not have known that you do some great community work in the Queanbeyan Palarang region. And like you mentioned, you've been doing that since 2012 with your foundation. And since then, more recently, been more heavily involved in the Community Development Officer for Queanbeyan Palarang Council and also running for council in that time. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about this and like what it means to you to be so heavily involved in the community that helped you so much growing up? Yeah, I think um, if it wasn't for community members, um, people volunteer and dedicating their time to myself personally and to, you know, my mates, you know, I wouldn't be in the position that I am today. So, you know, everyone knows that junior clubs, um, you know, whether it be football, basketball, cricket, um, you know, all these special interests that you have outside is basically voluntary run. Um, so I wanted to give back to, to everyone that gave me the opportunity to represent the Canberra Raiders and uh, put my best foot forward in, in such a sport that has given me so much that you know it's something that I've always been passionate about trying to give back to all of those guys and um, you know there's nothing better than when you go you know up the main street or you see a great event or raise money for, for a certain charity that can go and buy equipment for people in hospital or young kids it's nothing better than seeing a smile on people's faces and that's what's always driven me now or drives me every day now to um, be able to, you know, put a smile on people's faces and, you know, at the moment I'm um, coordinator for community at council and when I've seen the, the job advertised, it just, I knew straight away that, you know, that's what I wanted to do and, um, you know, try to put the best application forward yeah. so I could uh, get interviewed to start off with. It was a bit daunting, it was my first ever job interview, so, um, yeah, probably overdressed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, rocked up in the big suit and tie and in the works. Um, it didn't take me long to do my hair, Tim, before I went. But um, yeah, I was lucky enough to win the job, and now I get to work with you know the youth in our area, the um, you know Indigenous liaison officer, you know work with myself and the community development officers and family daycare. So a range of um, of people. Um, yeah, so just you know trying to do my little bit. Yeah, and you've been doing a great job. Like there's things in Queanbeyan at the moment, like the Heart that are helping the youth and people with disabilities. So everyone in Queanbeyan has the same thing to say about you and it's all positive and that you're doing great things in the community. Um, my next question goes to last year's World Cup, which a lot of people found interesting, exciting and something new. My question is, where do you see the league going in the next you know, 10 to 15 years with the emergence of the island countries like Fiji, PNG, Tonga, Samoa? even, you know, the Italy's and France and those kind of teams. Where do you see more international games being played, the game growing internationally and maybe the potential for a PNG to join the NRL? I hope so. Um, if you would have asked me before last year's World Cup, it would have been a, a lot different to the answer now, I guess, because um, I thought that put us on the map. Yeah. Uh, rugby league is an international sport last year, just... You know, the, the teams like the Fijis and the Tongans last year and the support PNG gets is just outstanding. You know, it's a, if you're a rugby league fan and you get, you know, a spare, uh, spare weekend and you get the chance to go over and watch, you know, Australia play over there, it's, you know, an eye-opener and something you know, special. So um, I thought last year, you know, the, the talk around Tonga and Fiji was just uh, grew our game to another level on the international stage because before that, it literally was the three 
in three countries, you know, New Zealand, England, and, and Australia. But you know, now that um, some of the players that you know are putting their hand up to play for, you know, their, their heritage countries, I think it's um, only great for the sport and you know, um, raising more awareness out there internationally for for our game. So, um, and then obviously um, this year you see um, you know the, the three teams, you know, New Zealand and Australia, with some great games in that and you don't know who's going to win now where no. before you didn't think uh, what's Australia going to win by yeah. Um, yeah so I think it's it's definitely um, growing and it's only going to you know get bigger over the next few years and, and how good would it be to see PNG uh, in the NRL that yeah. would be um, something special and you know the sport is you know number one um, sport in for their country is rugby league so uh, why not give them an opportunity yeah and the crowds crowds really do get into it they're nice and noisy so it's a different experience as a fan as a fan as well with you being a one club man for the Raiders for 10 years before moving off to Hull how do you feel with the current situations on players and coaches now you know leaving mid-contract or even being pushed out mid-contract how does it feel that there's not really going to be any more one club players or coaches moving forward do you think maybe there needs to be a trading period like the AFL or? Oh, in all honesty, I'm not sure of the, of the answer. Um, yeah, there was, there was only twice in my whole career that, you know, there was looked like times I was going to be leaving, but, you know, my heart always sat with the Raiders and I wanted to be one of those, you know, one club mans. As, as you mentioned, there's not too many in the game these days, but it's just because of the sport we play, it's getting more professional, more more lucrative there's more money in the game now so the offers are getting bigger for certain players to, to move on so and coaches <laughs> and, and, it's crazy and money that, uh, yeah so there's it's definitely it's you know there's only 16 coaches where there's a lot more players um yeah so the the, the chance to win that premiership to lift that trophy um clubs are just willing to pay you know more money and go out on a limb and try and steal players and coaches from anywhere any walk of life so um, I think, yeah, we're not going to, you know, see the, as many one-club men, um, but there, there's, there will be a few, and yeah. it's just going to be more and more special and more valuable to, to the person and individual. So, um, yeah, it's, it is a, essentially it is a business, and that's, you know, how we've got to look at it. Yeah, and that, and that is true. We've, you know, kids these days, you find that they're actually changing the teams they're supporting because they follow a player, so they, they'll move with that player. But it's a business like anything else, like you said, which right. leads us to Tim's next question. How do you compare the highs of the World Cups and the NRL to raising the cup for the Premier Blues? And where do you see yourself in the game moving forward? Um, I'm enjoying every facet of my life at the moment, from where I'm working here at Community Council um, to you know going on a Tuesday, Thursday night and playing on the weekend for the Blues. and. Um, it was pretty special the first year coming back, um, still having that you know team environment, um, you know with the boys. So I was you know similar to being professional, um, and then I got to you know obviously work the community stuff in the in the time um, that I was away from football. But um, yeah, I don't know. The the World Cup was pretty special. Um, you know, I got to represent um, Italy and the heritage of. of my grandfather, who, if it wasn't for him coming over on the boat so many years ago, we wouldn't be, or the Campedes wouldn't be in Cleveland anyway. Yeah. Um, You'd have a few less scars. <laughs> so it was good to, you know, 
pay that respect. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was you know the Australian one was two thousand and eight. It was after the you know probably a, a memorable time of my life. You know that year, and then playing for Australia and you know getting told in the car with John Monaghan um, at the same time that we both made it was a pretty special feeling also. But um, yeah. Always, that's the one thing that I wish I had the opportunity to do was lift the trophy for the Raiders, which never, never happened. Um, so yeah, it was pretty, pretty special to lift it with your teammates and you know um, your first year of coach at the Blues as well. So um, they're all, they all hold their, their um, own special moment in your heart. But um, yeah, just hopefully there's more to come, and you know, hopefully in, you know, you ask what you know I'd like to be in a few years. Or, yeah, definitely in the coaching ranks there somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, one day sitting, you know, um, you know, next to Ricky, and then you know, being successful would be unreal. But um, yeah, who knows? Never know what tomorrow holds, Timmy. Well, you're making a good start with all the work you're doing in the community. You're building relationships, so it's obvious that you know how to work with people and make people feel at ease. And that's um, you've done that again for Tim and I today, which is which is great. So. Once again, we thank the Camper Rangers, Camper Raiders legends, Tammy Campisi, for coming in today and having a chat with us at Team Sports Page. Team Sports Page will still share live streams from around the globe, but Mike and I will start up the segments again in late January, early February. Thank you for all your support. Thank you again, Terry. We appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank everyone for watching.